0: Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast Breathing Korean. Here you can take a moment and breathe in by listening to the inspiration messages from selected books in both English and Korean. Today I picked a book called The Art of Travel by Alain de Botton. I don't know whether I pronounce it correctly, but I guess he's famous enough not to mention it again. So the author is a Switzerland-born writer and philosopher. He's published books about love, travel, architecture, and literature, and all of his works reached a global audience. You can check more information about his works from Alaindebotton.com, A-L-A-I-N-D-E-B-O-T-T-O-N dot This is one of a few books that I brought from Korea when I first moved to the U.S. Living in a totally different environment from where I lived was like having a long journey to me. So when I saw the title of the book, I just grabbed it and put it in my suitcase without any hesitation. I expected that it might be telling me something helpful when setting out on a new journey. And yes, it has great messages for not only the travelers but also all of us who are on their own life journey. The original book is written in English but I read a Korean version and of course I will share it here in both languages. In this book, The Art of Travel, he beautifully describes what traveling means to us in a philosophical way. The way of his storytelling is quite unique. In each chapter, he narrates his personal thoughts about a certain place along with insights drawn from some of the great figures of the past. And with this imaginative help from those figures as guides, he explores the place more deeply. Today, I'll share some quotes from three different chapters. Chapter 3. On curiosity. Place Madrid. Guide Alexander von Humboldt. (목소리로) 안내 책자가 어떤 유적지를 찬양한다는 것은 그곳을 찾는 사람들에게 자신의 권위 있는 평가에 부응할 만한 태도를 보이라고 압력을 넣는 것과 마찬가지였다. 안내 책자가 입을 다물고 있는 곳에서는 기쁨이나 흥미가 보장되지 않을 것 같았다. 나는 별 개짜리 이 수도원에 들어가기 오래전부터 나의 반응이 다음과 같은 공식적 평가에 부응해야 한다는 것을 알고 있었다. 스페인에서 가장 아름다운 수도원 벽화로 장식된 웅장한 계단은 위층 수도원 회랑으로 통하는데 이곳의 예배당들은 뒤로 갈수록 화려해진다. 그 다음에는 이런 구절이 붙어 있는 느낌이었다. 이 의견에 동의할 수 없는 여행자는 뭔가 잘못된 것이 틀림없다. where guidebooks praised the site they pressured the visitor to match their authoritative enthusiasm. And where they were silent, pleasure or interest seemed unwarranted. Long before entering the three-star covent, I knew the official enthusiasm that my own response would have to accord with. The most beautiful covent in Spain. A grand staircase decorated with frescoes leads to the upper cloister gallery where each of the chapels is more sumptuous than its predecessor. The guidebook might have added, and where there must be something wrong with the traveler who cannot agree. Humboldt는 이러한 위협을 느끼지 않았다. 그가 가본 곳을 보다 먼저 여행한 유럽인은 거의 없었다. 덕분에 험볼트는 상상력의 자유를 누릴 수 있었다. 그는 아무런 자의식 없이 자신의 관심을 끄는 것을 따라갈 수 있었다. 다른 사람들이 설정한 위계를 따르거나 의도적으로 거부하지 않고 스스로 가치의 범주들을 만들 수 있었다. 험볼트는 리오네그로의 산페리난도 선교단에 이르렀을 때 Humboldt did not suffer such intimidation. Few Europeans before him had crossed the regions through which he traveled, and this absence offered him an imaginative freedom. He couldn't self-consciously decide what interested him. He could create his own categories of value without either following or deliberately rebelling against the hierarchies of others. When he arrived at the San Fernando mission on the Rio Negro, he was free to think that everything, or perhaps nothing, might be interesting. I thought this is so true. We're free to choose to think and enjoy the place in our own way and do not need to be limited by what's already been settled. How do you explore a new place when you visit it for the first time? Chapter 5 On the country and the city Place, the Lake District and Guide is William Wordsworth (laughs) Wojwasu'e 따르면 자연의 아름다움을 통해 우리는 우리 내부의 선을 찾을 수 있다. 따라서 냇물과 숲이 우거진 웅장한 골짜기를 굽어 보면서 바위 가장자리에 서 있는 두 사람은 자연과의 관계만이 아니라 서로의 관계도 의미심장하게 바꿀 수 있다. Nature's loveliness might in turn, according to Wordsworth, Encourage us to locate the good in ourselves. Two people standing on the edge of a rock, overlooking a stream, and a grand woody valley might thus transform their relationship not just with nature, but also, and just as significantly, with each other. 반면 어떤 근심들은 절벽과 자연스럽게 어울린다는 느낌이 들기도 한다. 절벽의 웅장함을 보면 우리 내부에서 변하지 않는 고결한 것이 솟아오르며 그 규모를 보면 경외감에 사로잡혀 선뜻 겸손한 마음으로 우리를 넘어서는 모든 것을 존중하게 된다. 물론 힘찬 폭포 앞에서도 동료에게 질투심을 느낄 수 있다. 그러나 워즈워스의 주장을 믿는다면 그 가능성은 조금 줄어들 것이라고 말할 수 있다. 워즈워스는 자연 속에 살면서 자신의 성격이 경쟁, 질투, 불안에 저항하는 쪽으로 형성되어 갔다고 주장했다. There are concerns that seem indecent when one is in the company of a cliff and others to which cliffs naturally lend their assistance. Their majesty encouraging the steady and high-minded in ourselves, their size teaching us to respect with good grace, and an odd humility all that surpasses us. It is of course still possible to feel envy for a colleague before a mighty cataract. But if the Wordsworth's message is to be believed, it is a little more unlikely. Wordsworth argued that, through a life spent in nature, his character had been shaped to resist competition, envy, and anxiety. It seems like nature gives us more than we could imagine or notice. Now let's think about what we are providing them as human beings. Chapter 9 On Habit Place Hammersmith, London Guide Xavier de Mestre 메스트르의 작품은 심오하고 의미심장한 통찰로부터 출발한다. 우리가 여행으로부터 얻는 즐거움은 여행의 목적지보다는 여행하는 심리에 더 좌우될 수도 있다는 것이다. 여행의 심리를 우리 자신이 사는 곳에 적용할 수 있다면, 이런 곳들도 헝볼트가 찾아갔던 남아메리카의 높은 산 고개나 The master's work sprang from a profound and suggestive insight. The notion that the pleasure we derive from a journey may be dependent more on the mindset we travel with than on the destination we travel to. If only we could apply a traveling mindset to your own locals, We might find these places becoming no less interesting than, say, the high mountain passes and butterfly-filled jungles of Humboldt, South America. 우리는 우리 동네에서 흥미 있는 것은 모두 발견했다고 자신한다. 무엇보다도 우리가 그곳에 오래 살았다는 것이 주된 이유이다. 우리는 습관화되어 있고, 따라서 우리가 사는 곳에 대해 눈을 감고 있다. We feel assured that we have discovered everything interesting about our neighborhood, primarily by virtue of our having lived there for a long time. It seems inconceivable that there could be anything new to find in a place where we have been living for a decade or more. We have become habituated and therefore blind to it. 우리의 이런 수동성을 흔들려고 했다. 방 여행을 기록한 두 번째 책, 나의 침실 야간 탐험에서 그는 창문으로 가서 밤하늘을 올려다본다. 그는 그 아름다움을 보고 좀더 많은 사람들이 그런 흔하지만 아름다운 광경을 감상하지 못하는 것에 좌절감을 느낀다. 사람들이 그것을 보지 않는 이유는 전에 그렇게 한 적이 없기 때문이다. 그들의 그들의 the master tried to shake us from our passivity. In his second volume of Room Travel, Nocturnal Expedition Around My Bedroom, he went to his window and looked up at the night nice sky. Its beauty made him feel frustrated that such ordinary scenes were not more generally appreciated. The reason people were not looking was that they had never done so before. They had fallen into the habit of considering their universe to be boring. And their universe had duly fallen into line with their expectations. I think the last sentence of this quote might be the essence of the book. What do you expect to see in your life? And also think about what life expects from you. Instead of being bored, I hope your journey is full of curiosity, joy, and wonder. Alright, that's it for today's episode. If it resonated with you and you want to find more information about the book, you can always check the link and description in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with other messages in the next episode. I hope you all make your true self happy today, as always. Goodbye everyone!